Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Val Cisco, dropping some knowledge about Anchor. Guys, have you ever wanted to record your own podcast? Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say, whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world of quarantine? Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast too with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like, listen, this is a no-brainer. Download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh whatever is out there download it it's freaking phenomenal you guys won't regret it take care ciao Hey, what's going on, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Dragon's Den, always brought to you by Sideshow Conversations. It's Mr. Head Coach himself, Val Cisco, bringing you another great reaction, review, and thoughts on the hit series, Megalobox. This episode, episode six, or round six, Until the Last Dog Dies. Last episode, we definitely saw Aragaki and Joe kind of trade some blows and kind of ended in a cliffhanger where Aragaki just basically uppercuts the shit out of Joe, knocks him unconscious for what we see. He looks like he's not getting up whatsoever. And the referees count all the way to 8, 9, the episode ends. We get to this episode, starting out on that right there, where Joe's still on the floor, messed up. Aragaki is looking at Nambu, kind of with a little smirk on his face. Knowing that he won the fight until we see, of course, Joe getting up. And I was hoping this was happening because, you know, this is a, a series based on Joe getting to the finals to fight Yuri. And, <laughs> of course, he had to get up at this moment in time, even though it would have been a nice curveball to see someone else win and see what would it take for Joe to get back into the tournament. You know, we get Joe back up with a smile on his face, you know, as soon as Joe gets up, we, we see um, Aragaki looking at Nambu like, who the hell is this guy? Joe quickly gets his attention back like, hey, this fight's against me, not him, remember. And hearkening back to the conversation they had in the last episode in the park, saying, you know, you're trying to do this, you know, 
to have one over Nambu as your old coach. Your fight's with me, not with him. Remember that. And he brings that to his attention again. So, yeah. Uh, last episode was a good one because the first for the first time we saw Coach Nambu's story. Uh, Aragaki was his former student. Um, and basically, they were on their way of being Megalobox champions themselves. Until, you know, Aragaki went to the war and found himself in a catastrophic explosion, which took basically everything from him legs um the ability to box everything uh we got a great story on both character characters which like i said i love it and reminds me of characters from cowboy bebop that has come out of nowhere but they have significant stories in a miniature episode um this one not really going back and forth with the past too much. We get uh, a couple of glimpses, especially when the round ends and both fighters are sitting down, you know, from Nambu's corner, you know, just telling Joe, like, you know, I could throw the towel in for you. You know, we could really just walk away from this right now, find another fight somehow to get into the tournament again. Let's just get out of this. Nambu's still having no faith in Joe whatsoever, with Joe kind of telling him to cool it. You know, relax for a bit. You know, I got this. You taught me things for a reason. And then Nabu's just arguing with him still. Like, I taught this kid everything I know. What makes you think what I'm teaching you now is going to help? Number one, he knows everything I know. Number two, he's a hardened veteran. And number three, he's part mech. What sh good shot you get? You have against him? You know, a, a total geared fighter from head to toe taking on Gearless Joe. Joe just disregards everything and says, let me show you. Uh, let me show you what you taught me. Um, you know, kind of giving Nambu hope that, yeah, you know, you feel bad for your student that you essentially feel like you failed, but I'm your student now, and I'm going to show you what what uh, what kind of love you've given me, what kind of um, practice, tutelage you've given me. And, and, and in some way, I really do feel in this episode, it cements how much Nambu feels about Joe and how Joe feels about Nambu. You know, there is... A, a father figure love connection there you know yeah they're usually about money and taking fights and jiving people all the time but the same token they're there for a purpose even though the purpose for nabu is you know he's gonna get his head cut off if he doesn't get the money still <laughs> you know there's there's a connection there um we get a couple of fights still happening there like i said we got a flashback from from um Aragaki's corner as well, with his coach saying this is the last one, just put this guy out already, you know, you're playing around with him a little bit too much, just knock him out, I know you're making a purpose, and you see Aragaki looking at Nabu the whole entire time, like, I'm gonna make a purpose, you know, I'm the only one, you know, and then you get flashbacks of the gym again, and a flashback of before Aragaki goes to war, and... The, uh, the traumatic experience out of war, so we're getting those, but once again we get into a fight where, you know, they're going back to back, jab to jab, and we're definitely seeing the pressure from Aragaki putting Joe on the ropes. Hell, Joe's actually even clinching with him because he's so tired. The crowd's getting restless. They're laughing at Joe, making fun of him once again for not having the gear, not being able to hang. And um, we get another knockdown from Aragaki to Joe. And it's crazy because this one again goes to eight. We think the match is over, and Aragaki just walks away at this point. Even the trainer says, it's done. And um, we get Joe popping out one more time again joe comes up and says yeah is that all you got you really gotta really put me out with that and we see joe having like a mantra almost um basically everything that aragaki has taught joe he's just whispering it to um 
sorry, everything that Nabu has taught Joe, he's whispering it to Aragaki's face. You know, whether it's, you know, put 50-50, distributing weight to power, you know, everything, little things, those stances, little um, ways that um, show that this is of Nabu's tutelage is getting Aragaki so pissed off and so just uh, annoyed at the fact that, yeah, I, I know this already. Why the hell are you telling me this? Essentially, what Joe's doing is getting inside Aragaki's head. Um, it, it's, number one, um, using that to his advantage because we see Joe finally land some hits and knock Aragaki down. And, you know, he goes back to his corner and the coach is like, oh, that was a fluke. Don't worry about that. And even Aragaki's like, no, no, he's right. He, he, he caught me. He was aiming for that punch. Uh, he saw an opportunity. I slipped. And he took it. You know, it wasn't luck. It was calculated. And we get into the fight again, and we're seeing the systematic breakdown from Joe to Aragaki. And it's it's incredible, you know, the jabs, the uppercuts, you know, the hooks to the body. We're seeing the wear and tear happening to Aragaki as we speak. And Nabu just laughs for us. Not laughs, but just, you know, chuckles um, under his breath. And he's like, I see what he's doing here. You know, he's reminding Aragaki what I taught him. Uh, he's rem reminding him of what... Essentially, I gave him as a father figure, at what love I gave him, that this right here potentially should save his life um, in uh, before war and out of war, you know. Um, it, it, it's, it's fantastic to see um, this kind of storytelling because you would think, oh, yeah, this guy is just getting inside his head and using that to his advantage. But it's more than that. You know, it's from student to student, you know, son to son, essentially. And having that 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 passing as a torch if you will like yes i was you know you know this once great fighter from this coach before but i could prove that i'm better than that and i'm better than you and you're just nobody and then it comes acceptance acceptance that you know um what he's doing is trying to hurt people aragaki he's just trying to hurt people and make a point that he could still live in the past and joe right here is reminding him that you don't have to live in the past that people from the past before still love you and you can move forward in life you know there's very uh, thin underlines in this episode but you can see it if you really just dig deep into the episode um Eventually, we get a more breakdown, and we see uh, Aragaki's legs, you know, the, the cybernetic legs that he has are failing him, and they get back to the corner around four, and, you know, Joe is still there. He's in the fight. He's like, you know, this is what we're going to do. We're going to still play it by ear. Nabu's coaching him, having full confidence in him. Joe's having full confidence as well, too, and Aragaki's corner is like, you know, take a slow for a little bit. I don't know what's going on, but, you know... I'm not sure what's happening here, but let's take a slow. And Aragaki just smiles at Joe from far away. And he tells his coach, this is for tomorrow, right? Put it in the past. The coach looks at him. And and he's like, all right. For some reason, they together look at each other. The coach comes out. The round starts. Aragaki's still sitting in the corner. And they basically forfeit the round. And... You know, the whole crowd is silent for a second, then they cheer Joe. And it's and I guess it's a coming a crown achievement for Joe to beat a caliber fighter that, you know, he was once two hundred and fifty seven. Now being the seventeenth fighter in the world, you know, this gearless Joe moniker is passing through everywhere. Everywhere, um, whether it's the, from the high to the low of the city, um, everybody's seen the reception of what um, Gearless Joe can do in um, in Megalo boxing. Um, another thing too is we see um, Aragaki and his coaches walk away, and he's limping pretty bad as well too. And he's had a discussion with his coach. He was like, you know, 
um, thank you for for forfeiting the match. And the coach was like, well, I'm your coach. Like, I see that you're in pain. I see that you're hurt. And I was going to call it anyway. Like, I, was, I saw the last round how you fought, and, you know, even though Joe's a great fighter, I saw that you were hurt the most. And very weird, too, because um, during the episode, we see Joe getting knocked out pretty much every round, and... And Nabu's about to throw in the white tile saying, I care about you. Like, this makes no sense to both of us if you can't fight and I care about you as a trainer. And Jill kind of defining that. Whereas this trainer right here really just calls out saying, you know what, you've been through enough. After everything, after war, after losing everything, your gym, your, your, your family, your life, your, your, your moneymaker essentially. And now coming back, hell of a match, hell of a way to end your career. And Aragaki just says it, yeah, you know, my tomorrow starts today. And it's like forgiving himself, forgiving everything else, and moving on. And we get a, a great special moment with him and Nabu toward the end where they're both in the locker room and we see the bloody leg when they take it off. Like it's just the, the, the robotic leg um, is just full of blood and we see the leg just like the gear itself just bloodied up. So you can see why he was just slowing down, just could not fight anymore. He was just systematically broken down, as I said before. But a very touching moment where... Um, you know, they both essentially forgive each other. And it's one of the more heartfelt performances because we got the last episode, because we got the backstory with both characters. We see both of them saying, that's enough, that's it, everything else is in the past. And then out of nowhere, um, uh, Aragaki's giving praises to Joe. He's like, you know what, you and Joe are going to make it. You're going to make it to the finals. You might actually win. And I'm going for him. I'm rooting for both of you guys. There's faith in both of you guys. And we see Aragaki give uh, Nabu a ticket. And Nabu's like, well, you still have that? And he goes into another flashback. Nabu, Nabu's like looking at um, Aragaki before going to war. And Nabu's like, you know what? I was going to give this to you. Maybe I can still give it to you now as a memento just to hold on to. You know, I, I threw all the money that I had together to go to this fancy restaurant to have a great extravagant dinner before we hit to the finals. And now that you're going to war, I know that can't happen, but just hold this as a memory of me that, you know, this is your home. Like, we invested all our money into you because we love you, because we care about you, because I care about you, essentially. And um, I want you to have it anyway. And, you know, it's a touchy moment because we see that Nabu's shocked that he still has this. Remember, this is like years ago that Nabu gave um, Aragaki this before he went to war. And Aragaki explains that this ticket saved my life. Everything that I went through in war, everything that I went through after war with losing my legs and my sanity, essentially, this kept me together. It's a good luck charm, essentially. And he wants Joe to have it. And we see um, Namu kind of break down a bit. Essentially, they both have kind of buried the hatchet and um, went to the past and left the past in the past. So we get a great heartfelt ending to that story. Going into the next episode, though, we have like a maybe a good two-minute conclusion of this episode. Um, at the latest, uh, Megalonia entrant was announced, and a massive fighter named Glenn Burrows, otherwise known as the Bloody Lion, comes out. And this guy is crazy. You know, this guy has like the world at his fingertips. Um, we're having everybody just hear his name. You know, this guy is gigantic heavyweight fighter. Looks like freaking Sabretooth from the X-Men. You know, looks like he's going to cause some devastation. But 
Um, at the same time, though, they're answering they're asking questions about going like, how do you feel about the tournament? How do you feel about it um, going to the finals? How do you feel about taking on Yuri? And everybody's like, somebody in the crowd's like, you know, how do you feel about Gearless Joe? And he's like smirking and like kind of like picking his ear and throwing earwax away to the crowd, very disgusting. But you see his kind of, um, I guess, um, persona, if you will, about how he perceives anybody in the minor leagues. And then you get to see um, Yukiro, the um, the creator of Megalonia, and uh, Megalonia. Well, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it right for now on uh, Megalonia. And Yukiro's like, oh, you know, everybody has a chance to win, but let's not talk about Gearless Joe now. Let's talk about Glenn Boros. And you know, Glenn's like all pissed off that his moment to shine is kind of um, outshined, if you will, by Gearless Joe and the actions that's happening. Meanwhile, on the rooftop, Yuri, um, the champion is basically on the rooftop just looking toward the sky hearing the crowd's chants his names like you were going to be gearless joe or something else and um he's just staring into the night you don't really know what he's looking at and then another i guess um mysterious colleague comes by known as um mikidio i could be saying that cor- incorrectly mikio <laughs> and he basically d- dismisses all the chants that are happening like you hear that and some guy named gearless joe i heard the story from yukio saying that you went to the, to the minor leagues, to the underground, and taught him a lesson because you need to teach him something because he was just a stray dog looking for a whooping. And he admires that, but now this this admiration for Gearless Joe has to has to go away because we don't let stray dogs into uh, the tournament. Megalonia has no place for stray dogs, exactly. And then in the distance, we definitely see what Yuri was looking at. He was looking at a Titantron on a building uh, with the um, Joe and... Um, the Joe fight, basically. So yeah, that was that was fun, you know. We got a uh, we got to put to rest with uh, Aragaki story and Nabu story with him. We get to see what's coming up with um, the next fights happening and the um, the inner workings of the system of of uh, who thinks who should be in the tournament, who shouldn't, and the politics behind everything. So that's gonna be fun. I hope next episode is a very political episode of um, you know. Not everybody has a chance, and this tournament's for the people with prestige only, not for that that pipe dream, that lotto dream that anybody could be in there. I hope we get more of that. That should be a fun episode. Um, other than that, I liked it. It was a good conclusion. had a great heartfelt ending to it, and... Um, you know, a very emotional episode. If you, if you, a very a good episode that paid off from the stories of before. I think a lot of anime stories, and I think a lot of uh, movies or TV shows these days can learn from something like this for little details that mean so much and pay off so much in the end. Um, anyways, that's it about that's it for me right here. Um, I know I'm stumbling and bumbling all over the place, so I'll probably put an end to this right now. My name is Val. You can find me on Twitter at uncanny underscore v Val Cisco. Um, you can find me on. Instagram at Val Cisco. You can find Sideshow Conversations on Facebook as well, too, at the Sideshow Conversations page. You can find it as well on iTunes, Anchor, which I'm recording right now, and, of course, Podcast Republic for all phones, all devices. You can listen to this podcast. Anyways, hope you guys are enjoying uh, Megalobox as much as I am. I've heard great Great, great feedback on what I'm doing here. I guess I'm doing an okay job. But I'm hearing great feedback on people looking for this show now ever since I started doing this and saying how great the show was. And, you know, that warms my heart because, you know, at, at the end of the day, I'm not really doing this for 
for her, you know, love for money and sponsorships and all that good stuff. It's just more awareness, creating awareness for great content out there, whether it be anime, whether it be movies, whether it be um, anything to talk about. You know, um, that's why I do this. So um, hopefully you guys are enjoying this as much as I'm doing it. Anyway, so long. Take care for now. And as always, kick out.